you're supposed to forget time completely, and it let that like experience like immerse you and and take over you, and and all of a sudden you're you're in this time warp uh, where you you know you go into the sauna and then you come out of the sauna and you think that what the hell four hours? If you think of the traditional really old style Finnish saunas, they used to be like this this uh, build of logs like timber timber saunas with uh, and and often you would have gaps between the timber and and the floor would have gaps and you would have tons of air coming in and those are some of the best saunas I've ever been in the the next step in evolution of sauna when they kind of when they use the same same principle of you know the fire under the rocks and the, the fire fire goes through the rocks Hello. My name is Juha Rohangas. Welcome and thank you for the invitation to the Upper Bench podcast. It's an honor. Uh, happy to be with you today. Uh, I've just started to warm up the sauna, so let's go have a look inside. A little dressing room, um, bench, firewood there, birch, this time appears. Then we go to the washing room, oil lamp on the wall, as we like to be, um, benches for washing, buckets for mixing hot and cold water. We don't have shower here, so do the old-fashioned way. Um, the hot room, say comfortable space for three to four people. Sometimes we'll be five, it's been good, but say three, four, better. Um, there's the kiwas, the stove, as you guys call it, um, hot water container over the kiwas. A little view to our garden, you can see the background our guitar workshop building in which we also live so it's all nice and compact that's our lives more or less um, yeah that's about it that's the sauna we currently have so you can see from the shape of the sauna it's it's uh, kind of reminds the barrel saunas but this one is quite a bit bigger and um, I would say it doesn't have a lot of the kind of negative size that that you would connect to a barrel sauna typically so this one it's more comfortable to sit in there it's higher there's more room uh, there's a proper washing space and so on and so on so we've been quite happy with this um, but it's still a work in progress uh, proper terrace missing a cold splash possibility missing and so on we just got it a couple of years ago but yeah working on it Awesome. That was a great video. Thank you so much. Hey, Yuha. God. hey yeah, God. thank you for sharing. That was a, a great, uh, great way for us and our viewers to kind of get a step foot in, uh, in your sauna. So that's great. Um, Risto, what'd you think? Uh, I liked it. It was, uh, we don't see that type of sauna very often here in North America. 
and I especially like the old fashioned washing room. Um, right. our, our viewers or listeners from the upper peninsula of Michigan, they'll appreciate that because it's very traditional. <laughs> I can, I can yeah, tell so- you a little bit more about the sauna, this particular sauna, uh, later, but I mean, yeah, so that's well, what well, we currently have. And, and yeah, I, I, but well, I'm, I'm, I've lived my whole life here and, and, uh, my family is from up north and, um, it's kind of, you know, when, when you're born, uh, well, my mother and my father, they are from the countryside up north and they were literally born in sauna. You know, the, the actual birth happened there because that was the often on the countryside uh, considered as the most hygienic place, you know, and you had uh, warm water, hot water, easily available and so on. So it that doesn't get been... any more authentic than that. Yeah. So, so I mean, um, and and I've all my life, sauna has been part of part of my life as it is for for most Finnish people, which is kind of a kind of an interesting thing, also in the way that, um, you know, when it's part of your life, always you 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 can also take it for granted, and. Um, I would say that if if you think of the you know the, the the whole spectrum of of you know Finnish people how they perceive sauna in the modern society I mean there's like uh, there's a lot of people who don't think much of it I mean they might have gone to sauna all their lives but they've never given it like much of a thought it's kind of like taking a shower or you know washing your hands uh <laughs> uh, uh or or any other kind of just those things that you do and uh, you you don't, don't necessarily um, maybe appreciate it until you don't have it, you know. So oh, that's so, that that is so. I I know what you're talking about. I've been living in the U.S. for 25 years, so I know yeah. something about not having it. But yeah. there are different levels, different flavors to sauna, and I'm sure that we're gonna we often talk about that. That that what is actually mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of discussion in the U.S., particularly in the U.S. right now. What is actually a sauna? Yeah. And, and there are a lot of hardcore people who write just won't take anything else than a traditional kind of a sauna. That yeah. Uh, But guys, before we go further than that anywhere, I just want to say a few things because uh, you guys are meeting me now for the first time. Well, Eero and I go way, way back with Eero being our, our uh, secret agent in the United States selling our guitars there like twenty uh, years ago and, and so on. But... Not only that, um, Eero told me about your podcast a couple of weeks ago. And since then, believe it or not, I've listened to a lot of the episodes. So I, I you have a fan. I'm I'm really following your, your, your podcast and you're doing a great job. Um, and and it's super interesting. And um, and the theme that I mean, you know, you guys know this, but I'm going to say it anyways. The theme that you Eero just kind of touched upon already uh that repeats over and over is the question of what is sauna essentially you know why why is it even interesting why should you guys do a podcast about it about it or, or whatever and uh why does it feel important and uh and 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 then there's this sometimes polarized debate between those who are or i would say that you i can i can sense it in your podcast and the you know the the um 
the guests that you've had and and all the talks and and you talk about the 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 forums where people are kind of debating and and sometimes maybe very polarized debate and and you know and you guys are educating people who are somewhat new to sauna or maybe kind of don't get the essence of what it is or what you guys think it is or should be or whatever yeah. um and then the difficulty of of explaining it and communicating it for those of us um for whom sauna is an elemental part of of their lives as a, as really like a natural thing and it's it feels like something that you kind of you really don't want to be without it because it's it, you know it's as important as sleeping as eating as uh as as part of a, a healthy way of life um so it it's really interesting and i'm i i appreciate that you do what you do yeah thank you and so, so thank you, you so much for being here yeah so we have we have one fan now <laughs> you have more fans <laughs> but you have you have one more fan yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it's, oh, I, I have to, I have to tell you that it's it, it, this is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun doing these podcasts, and uh, you know I'm not smart that, enough, yeah. but but it, I think it was Risto first who started talking about this podcast. Or Sam, I can't remember, but anyway, so we've been doing this since what last November. So we are not even a year old, but but yeah. we, and we try to like we are recording today. We are recording next Sunday, and um, and right. and yeah. obviously try to be, you know, as you know, coming from different angles to the same issue. And obviously, yeah. the issue or the the thing is here is talking talking about sauna. Let me just tell you. Let's let's on my part. Let me start with the story. So, so Juha is. Uh, in in the in the realm of boutique guitars he is very well known but but you have to belong to that realm you have to be inside that i would i wouldn't say bubble but but you know so if you are into and you have, might have a different view on this but if you are into like quite fantastic or naturally fantastic but also expensive instruments then then Juha from Finland comes comes along and there's uh, actually a luthier school or music what what's the actual translation of the uh well, a guitar the, making uh, school you could just call it guitar making school yeah yeah so so there's a there's a you know Juha is one of the most well-known but but there are also others that come from and and uh from yeah, it's, that. I mean we don't need to delve very deep into the guitar stuff but I I would just like sum it up in the way that um uh we um or my company we've been around for for about 30 years soon 30 years and uh like Aero kind of kind of mentioned that it's like uh the 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 world of guitar or guitar playing i mean it's like the 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 popular culture and 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 the whole thing i mean it's like something that that just exploded in the 50s and 60s and and we have the american icons the archetypes of guitars like fender stratocaster gibson les paul and whatnot and um and in the kind of a aftermath of the industrial revolution of what you know electric guitar kind of was driven by the industrial revolution as well um so um then came the kind of the second wave you could say uh of handmade electric guitar and um 
it's been kind of bubbling under since I would say 70s, 80s, and now we come to the uh, 90s, 2000s uh, with the rise of internet, then we're kind of living this. If you're into electric guitars, if you're into high end, if you're into kind of like really into that niche of, of you know, you, you, you just don't want the bulk, what everybody else has, then now we're living this era of, you could say, like a, a renaissance of handmade guitar, more or less. I mean, there are thousands of luthiers or guitar makers around the world. And we we were one of the, the you could say, pioneers in, on the European front um, and and kind of have made our mark there. But I mean, that's so that's that's a side path. But it's uh, I, I will I will uh, draw it into draw the, the the talk back into the topic for the day for the sauna because it's kind of um, if, if you think of you know I just mentioned about the kind of the, the use the term spectrum of different kinds of people in Finland who who perceive sauna in different kinds of ways and and for me having the personality of um, I guess there would be a diagnosis for this that I have, <laughs> you know, um, whatever. I mean, I've, I've been obs- obsessed with guitars since young and whatever I become interested in, I really d- dive deep into that. And, and so, so it's been for me, sauna is kind of the same. And, and I, um, uh, since the first, apartment we ever had first house we ever had with my family um i've been kind of delving into that what is sauna for me what kind of sauna do i like and what what, what kind of sauna do i want um uh, so I, it's been really important and i i've been I, I i've experienced a lot of different kinds needless to say i mean if you're if you're into that stuff and if you live in finland you have a possibility to to uh ex- experiment a lot not always great, but obviously, like the the I know you you've kind of talked a little bit about the the basics of what is the what is the old smoke sauna about, and and then the kind of the evolution of different you know to the to the modern interpretations of what what sauna can be. But um, so yeah, so I I'm very interested in it, and and so it's uh it's I would say that it's it uh, the reason why I'm why I'm interested in it and why I've kind of become quite experienced with, and I wouldn't say expert, I wouldn't even say super knowledgeable, but I, I know a thing or two and I built a few different kinds as well, sauna. So, I mean, um, it's because of that same diagnosis that made me a guitar maker that also make me interested in sauna. Yeah. So, so I was just curious. So you said, um, and I was going to ask about that, if if maybe your approach to guitar was similar for what got you into sauna. Um, what are some of the more interesting or some of your favorite saunas that you've used in Finland? What have they been like? Are there any that you remember that, that were yeah. special? Well, yeah. yeah um, well, well, one thing that whenever there is a possibility to, I mean, going to the to the to the very roots of sauna, and when there is a possibility to go to an old-fashioned smoke sauna by a lake, 
and it, it that that can be i mean if not well prepared um it's not necessarily a great experience but when well prepared uh it can be just mind blowingly wonderful so, so i think you... that's the the smoke sauna it's because it, it it's like a well, well a sauna is always a whole body experience but i mean the the smoke sauna is kind of so special with the with the with the odor with the with the atmosphere with with everything you can get that kind of similar i would say similar vibe and and similar kind of a uh um, the 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 you know encapsulating feel of the of the steam and the and the warmth surrounding you you can get it uh, in in many kinds of saunas but but there is something special about smoke sauna and i think it is partly because there is um i mean you obviously you preheat it uh before you before you go to sauna so you you don't our sauna has the the kind of a modern wood wood uh, heated stove in it um but um but when you, when you preheat the sauna you don't need to you don't need to be mindful about the fire that is there good amount of wood or not or what i mean you pre, you you do all the preparations and then then you can just use the sauna you can you can be in the sauna for for 5 hours 6 hours if you want and it's still going because there is so much uh, so much rocks in it. I I don't know how much is it like thousand kilograms or or even I mean it's huge amount. So so the uh, the heat it can hold um, and and the type of when you throw water on the stones on the rocks, um, it, it's this like o- almost like a otherworldly experience when you kind of throw the water on the stones and first there's like nothing and then slowly starts coming this like really low rumble from you know and then then the 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 steam and the and the heat wave when it comes it lasts such a very long time and it's like so soft that it's like velvety soft and 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 it's just wonderful and and you can do that i mean the same thing can be achieved by is there aero um available in the United States? Um you know what is the kind of Aitoki was? Yeah, yeah, they they, they are what well, we do have some but not many. Not yeah. many. So it's like a, the the next step in evolution of sauna yeah. when they kind yeah. of when they use the same same principle of, you know, the fire under the rocks and the the fire fire goes through the rocks, but it goes to uh to chimney through the rocks you would have a lid over the kind of like a closed closed um stove and when you start sauna then you kind of take the lid lid off and you have the rocks exposed and this type of mm. this type of this type of stove would have that benefit that you don't need to keep the fire going while you're in while you're bathing yeah. um and uh and you would have like tons of rocks in it and you would have get the good sides of smoke sauna 
and avoid, I would say, some of the bad sides. If you like to think that, you know, the smoke is not in the in the walls and it's not going to smudge your skin or so it's so and and in the previous house that where we lived we we had this type of um stove and the, in in the sauna that we had i think Aero, have you been in that yeah i think uh, I, yeah. Yeah, in well, the red old house that i had and we had a yeah. like a, a a building on the yard on in the garden yeah that had this yeah and 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 so this is pretty close to that kind of that kind of steam, encapsulating steam experience that is is different. It always gets a gets um, kind of the the more you have rocks, the kind of the, I would say that the more you have rocks, uh, the the kind of the mass of the rocks, the easier it is to kind of control the softness and. And it's kind of like when you throw a little bit of water on the stones, um, the room doesn't get even very hot at all. But you can you can just, if you want a lot of steam and a lot of heat, you just keep on throwing it. And you can really control it, like fine-tune it while you're in sauna. And if one person likes one way and another person likes another way, you can control it when the room is big enough and, and the amount of rocks is enough and and so on so that's that's quite special i've always liked those and i've um we can actually i, I can talk a little bit about the sound that we have now or the kind of the the why we have this kind of sauna uh because it's um um i've had many types of saunas and this is not the type of the sauna that you saw the little video about this is not the sauna I ever would have dreamt about. It's nothing that I would consider in a traditional sense as something that I see as a great sauna. But, um, well, we live in this, in the guitar workshop building that we have. It's, it's, it's a building, um, it's an old garage building uh, belonging to an old manor. The, the, the building was, uh, it was uh, it was built in 1896 it's a, it's a brick building with walls like 3 feet thick and natural stone foundation it's like a really massive house and uh and most of it most of the house now is our our guitar workshop it's i think it's the size if you count like both floors the second and uh, first and second floor we have about 6500 square feet uh, space here and and most of that is the guitar workshop and and we have a little apartment and um okay so when we bought the building we moved our business in this is like we go 12 13 years back and and already back uh back then we kind of fantasized of the pos possibility of of living in this building as well but at the time that was a bit too much we had a little baby uh, um, all the working and renovating the workshop space so we ended up buying an, a, a house nearby that that needed zero renovation, like a modern house for a little while. And we ended up having that for, for eight years. And then a, a few years ago, uh, we took the leap, uh, so to speak, and, and we started building an apartment for ourselves here in this building. And, and we put our house for sale. Um, and the house sold so fast that we kind of panicked because <laughs> technically we, 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 
we did have a little old apartment area in this building, but that had stood abandoned for decades. You know, there was no running water. There was no sewerage built, uh, no kitchen, no shower, no toilet, nothing. Um, we had just started the renovation and, um, and obviously there was no sauna either. Um, and, uh, so we move in here and we live in the midst of this renovation. And we're thinking that we, we have to have some sort of like an escape from this mess. And so we kind of figured that, yeah, let's get a let's get a sauna to the garden, something that we can just buy and it can be, you know, dropped in there with a crane. They just lift it and put it. We we put the little foundation there and, and make the sewerage work in and and they're gonna put it there and we're gonna have a sauna in a few weeks. So yeah, and and so I was looking at different uh, options of of what could we get, and um, and I've been sauna bathing in barrel saunas, and that made me super suspicious about anything that even remotely, <laughs> you know, uh, reminds of a of a barrel sauna. And um, but I got pretty good re uh, recommendations from a couple of friends that no sauna and so i kind of thought that well maybe and this is actually the sauna that we got we ordered it we we bought it from estonia so it's not even a finnish sauna so we bought it from estonia right and uh i can i really i can be quite picky about my sauna and i can say this sauna it's not perfect well, i've already done a few improvements and i'm planning to do a couple more tweaks to it so I, I've improved the, the ventilation of the hot room and I built a shelf for the water bucket so they don't lay on the floor. But I mean, so it's like a wooden, it's like a barrel thing. And, and there's, there's no water isolation. There's no heat isolation in the winter. So it's just the, 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 the wooden construction period. And so you get water in, you want it to be, you, you want it, you, you want the rooms to dry because otherwise you're going to end up having trouble so so i i've kind of tr done things so that it's well ventilated there's no water buckets laying on the on the wooden floor uh there's sewerage going from the hot room and from the from the washroom uh, out uh, so we can always like uh rinse the 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 benches of the hot room after sauna and so on so um yeah and and i i'd still like to raise the 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 upper bench a little bit upper higher than it is right now maybe not much but maybe let's say 10 centimeters the the lower bench maybe 20 centimeters i i think so the the estonians have built pretty okay sauna but not quite perfect so i i we're gonna we're gonna uh try to try to improve it a bit more but i mean it's um uh, i already mentioned it doesn't have heat isolation and I, I I would guess that it's more a type of like summer cottage sauna that it's it's meant to be in in summer use, but we use it definitely around the year, every single Saturday if we're just home. And I'd say, considering the rather um, compact size of the hot room, um, this sauna is actually, in my opinion, at its best in the winter time, or not in the kind of the. I mean, summer is short in Finland, but let's say anywhere um, outside the the warm season in Finland, 
this sauna is at its best because it is still uh, tight enough in construction uh, and small enough. So it kind of heats up in decent time uh, in the winter and it holds the heat uh, pretty good. And, um, but you, I mean, in the, in the summer, you really need to stay on top of, you know, not to overheat it because it's, it's a small hot room. So, so I, I have a few things that I do. Um, for example, um, in the winter, I would I would typically use birch as firewood all the way through heating the sauna up and, and maintaining the fire during bathing. But in the summer, I'd more likely use birch. If I use birch, I would only heat up the sauna. But when when maintaining the fire during bathing, I'd use alder or maybe aspen or whatever that doesn't get so hot. And and so I can kind of stay on top of it that the 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 room temperature when not throwing water on the stone isn't too high not make it like uncomfortably dry and and you know that you can kind of yeah what 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 temperature are we talking about you can say it in celsius if you uh, well in celsius i would say that you know when you when you in this this hot room when when we go to the room before we have thrown any water on the stones it's pretty good if it's like let's say 70 to 75. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not hotter than that. If we go over 80 Celsius, um, whatever that is, you can do the ca- calculations or whatever it is. In if, if in this sauna, it's, it's 80 or more, it's going to be difficult when you start throwing water on the stones. It's kind of more comfortable if we have it, let's say 70, 72, 75, whatever, something like that. Um, it's going to be nice because we have in the stove, you saw a little bit of it in the, in the video, the stove has quite a lot of stone. I mean, it's like, it's the type of those modern, uh, modern stoves that uh, not only the stones are not only on top of it, they're, they're kind of all the way around uh, the fire pit. So it's, um, there's quite a bit of yeah, rock towers, that type of thing. And, uh, um, and so, what, what brand is it? Uh, I can't remember what the brand because it's an Estonian brand that I've never heard about. But it's, <laughs> I can't yeah, remember it. Sorry, I, I I tried to see that in the video too. I couldn't make it out, Risto. But I can uh, yeah, I can I can look... I can find you the the yeah. the brand. It's neat. And yeah. Do you know how many rocks it has? And what do you think of that rock tower style of heater? How has it been? Um. I've liked it. I, I I think it's I think it's nice because um, even though in this, I mean, because it's it's again it's pretty small room, not not too small in the way that you know the benches. I don't know if it comes how how it comes across in that video, but you don't need to sit so close to the to the stove that the the radiating heat would be on your on your shins like that. I, that's something I I really don't like. So. Um, but it has those kind of like uh, heat shields around it, most of it that are maybe just the cage full of rocks, and then maybe um, maybe three inches gap, and then there's the kind of like the heat shield bent uh, thick metal plate going around. But what you can do with the rock tower type of thing that you get different type of steam a bit or different amount of heat if you throw it to the front of it or to the top of it 
mm. kind of like the in that way. So I, I I think it's I think it's pretty good. Um but I I don't have I don't have really experience of of many that kind of uh that kind of what I know is that it in some sauna I was kind of surprised positively surprised in a sauna where um when I kind of entered the sauna I was thinking that okay the benches are way too low and now my feet are going to be cold because if I don't raise them on the on the upper bench as well or I don't have any kind of uh like a railing to put my feet on higher up so it's not going to work but in this sauna they had the rock tower thing and it felt like actually the 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 it also kind of helped a bit that you didn't have that issue with the lower part of the sauna being so cold when you had rocks all the way from the floor up in that in sure. that sauna i kind sure. of i'm not sure if it was only that because it can be also other factors contributing to that, you know, how the, how the ventilation, if what kind of draft is there and, and so, so on. Yeah. yeah, It um, looks like you're getting a good mix of, you know, uh, like a a radiation heat, you know, just heat coming directly from that stove and rocks. They might mm -hmm. be heating, you know, the, the lower extremities, maybe a little bit softer. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe, maybe blasting if there were no rocks. Yeah. And, and, and in this sauna that we have now, it's like, in a barrel sauna, it's it's typically very uncomfortable to sit because you're sitting on those like curved, and and you're kind of sitting in in a funny way. But in this sauna, you can actually the where you sit, especially if we are our family, let's say you know me and my wife and our 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 son, the three of us in sauna, we could all uh, basically lift our legs on the bench and rest our backs to a straight wall behind us. So. And we'd be all—all all of us would be then quite high in the room, our legs included, and and uh, and not too close to the stove that is in the in the corner. So it, I think it's by you good. having I that, think one of that the, flat wall. I think that's what really differentiates that from yeah. a a traditional you know log barrel or or you know whiskey yeah. barrel style sauna where you've yeah. got a nice flat wall there so you're you're not out crunched over or anything like that so that's yeah. that's yeah. a big differentiator yeah yeah but it's it's uh um also like uh i would say you know having having um having guests or or you know more more people going in sauna to together or as a social you know maybe maybe traditionally in Finland a lot of the times not always anymore but but traditionally you would be you would be uh, naked with your family but uh but when we go to sauna sometimes we have guests from different countries we could have like uh, maybe maybe customers or a dealer comes from Japan or 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 from Germany or or whatever visits, um, and um, some people are curious to go going to sauna. And then we would have uh, sw uh, swimming trunks, or you know, when go when going together in in a in a, that kind of group. But um, but what I find in this sauna like a bit of a limitation: the size and the fact that we don't have a bigger terrace and. Uh, so especially let's say in the cold season it it is a bit it it, it can be crowded <laughs> easily so you kind of like the 
the your your intimacy space around you is like your your private you, you might feel um awkward if if not kind of used to to that social context of or sauna as a part of a social context in a way uh which is kind of weird i mean it's you don't even need to go further than to our uh beloved neighbor country sweden where um it would be very weird for a lot of most swedish people to say that you know you know you have guests coming in and you're okay so let's get naked and go to sauna together you know let's let's it's kind of like you know you would propose to someone that let's okay welcome let's have a toast and and then you know get naked and take a shower because it's like what what are you talking about because there there there, <laughs> there just isn't that culture of uh well you guys know what sauna can be it can be like uh it can be a really relaxed um space for for friends to talk about stuff or or to family to you know um un- unload or or yeah kind of like discuss about the the past week what happened what this and that and yeah well if you know if 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 uh the upper bench is of something it's definitely about the elaborating the uh, the sauna bathing experience and and what it what it you know what it, it what the ingredients are and uh and kind of what we are talking about here and we'll come back to that a little later but but we have we have this feeling or we pretty much know that uh that a lot of north americans are missing out like the many things that we discuss are not that well understood for for people in north america by the way just uh, just to say this uh, we were talking about those those temperatures so 75 degrees celsius is 167 degrees fahrenheit just to give because that's that's kind of you know in the in the us there's this quote that 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 depicts that you can't go over 194 degrees fahrenheit which is 90 degrees celsius but anyway so that's an, and uh, and and but there are many different levels uh, or many different yeah. things that, and and i have to say that that's also it it, it kind of depends a lot on the on the size of the room that you yeah. have i mean if you if you have a big sauna the hot room and uh, and you have a lot of space in it where when you're throwing the steam on the rocks and you have a lot of space where that steam is going to expand and and you know fill the room um that in that kind of sauna it would be more comfortable to keep the kind of the basic temperature of the room a bit higher but yeah. if you have a small sauna and you heat it up to 90 degrees celsius whatever that was in in uh fahrenheit yeah yeah 194 i would say that that very few people would find that comfortable you know the way i experience and and whoever people i've ever gone to sauna with you would just feel that oh this is too hot it's too dry it's uncomfortable you just go in it and when when you have it there you know 194 fahrenheit and then you throw that scoop of water on the rocks and it's going to just you can be there what like a three, four minutes and you need to get out mm-hmm. 
yeah, if, yeah, if it's a small it... room, if it's a small room, but if it's a big room, it could be totally, totally fine and, and wonderful. Also, uh, assuming that you have decent ventilation in the room, that you have oxygen, you have oxygen to breathe uh, yeah. in the room, yeah. Yeah, and and with your wood stove, I was going to ask how how are you ventilating that wood stove? Is it um, is there an actual air intake from the outside, or maybe from yeah, we the, have we have yeah we have a big we have a big uh, uh, ventilation hole at the lower edge of the wall of the back wall of this kind of the straight wall that there is. So there's a there's a big hole there, and another one up in the up in the wall. And and both of those can be adjusted. So 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 the upper one can be adjusted with a kind of like a um, you can screw it in like like so. Oh, sure. and, and the lower yep. one I made myself bigger. That's one of my kind of improvements that I made. That there's like a kind of like a wooden lid that you can you can adjust it. In the winter you would put it a bit less. In the summer you would open it all the way because you want because the temperature difference outside inside is. Is, is is smaller and um yeah it's you, usually it's not a problem especially in the in the warm season that that you would get like somehow too much air into the room when it comes to the low, low from the mostly from the lower uh edge or i would say lower edge of the room in yeah do you do you lose much heat and steam out of your upper vent? Um, I I I don't I don't know. I would say that um, if I would screw it all the way in, um, I I would easily start or fast faster start feeling nausea or or just feeling not great in in the sauna and I would. We would just keep it open, um, and the little draft that comes in from there. Because I mean, a lot of the times, the, the the ventilation can only be problematic, like that you would have too much ventilation if you have uh, undersized stove in the room. I would say that when all. Mm. Oftentimes, or most of the times, I would say in Finnish saunas, you would almost like have like over too much power, or let's say excess power in the in the stove capacity compared to the room. So, I mean, maybe maybe if you if you start measuring it scientifically with measuring equipment, you could say probably we're losing steam, probably we're losing uh something but um is it significant is it something that i would worry about no i just i just very much go by the ear i i i fly by the you know just what feels great you know you go for that and you experiment with that uh-huh. and a lot of times i mean if you sorry i'm in, interrupting but i mean a lot of the times if you think of the traditional really old style finnish saunas they used to be like these these uh, build of logs, like timber timber saunas with, uh, and and often you would have gaps between the timber and and the floor would have gaps and you would have tons of air coming in, and those are some of the best saunas I've ever been in. You know that you have a lot of air coming in, but when you have 
a lot of capacity in in that pile of rocks and the stove that you have there, whether it's a smoke sauna or more modern sauna, it's not going to be a problem because you're just going to compensate it with, you know, because it's, you know, being in sauna where you can throw a lot of water on the, on the rocks without making it unbearably hot. It's, it's very, very nice. Yeah. And, you know, measuring by yourself using yourself as a measure and paying attention to what it's like that is a i would encourage all of our listeners to practice sauna that way you know i'll tell some people yeah, exactly don't don't even use a thermometer you know feel your benches yeah, exactly. feel your yeah. walls listen yeah. to the sound of the water on the rocks pay attention yeah. to like how you're feeling as far as like you talked about feeling like you're not getting enough oxygen yeah uh, it's okay to use measures as well but your best measure is like your body. Exactly. And and I would say I, I've heard there's a, there's a, and, and I know that in, in Finland, in a lot of uh, saunas in summer cottages that, that people rent out for tourists, they, they have like a sauna bathing instructions and they, you, you know, in the instructions, you might have these, you know, these numbers, you might have the, 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 the temperature you might have, you know, how many minutes you're supposed to be. And then people start taking it literally like that. They start thinking that, oh, I need a timer, which is like the stupidest thing I could ever think to have a timer in sauna, which is like the opposite of what you're supposed to do. Like you're supposed to forget time completely. And it let that like experience, like immerse you and and take over you. And and all of a sudden you're you're in this time warp uh, where you you know you go into the sauna and then you come out of the sauna and you think that what the hell four hours where did that four hours go you know that's the way sauna is supposed to be okay n- you know how it is it's the Aero has been talking about the kind of the routine the cycle of you know um, of course it's not being four hours in the hot room it's it's gonna be the cycle the repetition of the of the routine of, of, of hot and cold, um, and and um, and obviously uh, hydrating and yourself, and so you don't you don't dry up. Um, so yeah, I I would say that for me, you know, having a thermometer on the wall, it's not there so that I could. Um, it's not there because I want to monitor the thermometer while sauna bathing it's more there uh because i'm kind of i know you know i don't really care the, about the number what it says because i know already by now have being 51 years old and having bathed in 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 i don't know a thousand different saunas i know that in one sauna the thermometer can say 194 fahrenheit or whatever is in celsius and it feels great and in another sauna you go, it says the same number and it's very, it's unbearably hot. And it's, you can't go into that sauna. So you can't really stare at that number because it depends on the height of the room. The, the, it depends on so many factors. And so, so I would have the, the thermometer there for the sole reason of, okay, now I have a, you know, let's say the first time we got the sauna three, three years ago, something like that. So the first time I heat up the sauna, the first time I go there, I have no idea how this sauna is going to be in what temperature. And so that's the thermometer is great for. Because the first time you go there, you realize that, okay, maybe I this doesn't feel so great. And then I look on the wall 
and that says 85 degrees. Okay, this is too much for this sauna. Mm-hmm. But I first listen to my body and then I adjust the kind of, so that I would know next time when I heat it up that I won't make it too hot so that it feels nice. So I, you know, the th- thermometer and whatever uh, means of measuring things is is more for kind of just, kind of just uh, calibrating that space to behave the way I want it to behave, you know, so that yeah, it's Perfect. The the, the uh, this this discussion is excellent, but we haven't even <laughs> scratched the surface yet, and we've been talking almost fifty minutes already. So well, let me just let, let me just you have to back. make it two episodes. Yeah, part, I, I part guess part so. Part, yeah, yeah, or three. Yeah, but let me scroll back a little. Let me let me scroll back a little because that is you know we we always you know as you have said we used to work together. Uh, in the music business, we used to travel to Los Angeles mm. once a year for a trade show. By the way, I have to tell this, it's so funny because you have followed this tradition that, that his guitar brand is his last name. And I went to do something at the offices at the, at the Anaheim, you know, trade center, whatever they call that place. And uh, he goes like, well, can you spell that very difficult Finnish last name? I start <laughs> Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. No, I'm trying to spell it because his name spells R U O K A N G A S. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it but, has happened so many times. Yeah. But 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 anyway, my point is that so we had our, you know, we check up, you know, like every six months that we are both still alive and we talk about the yeah. old times and stuff and and, uh, and then we start talking about these podcasts. And then like Risto says, you know, everybody and his brother has a podcast nowadays. So yeah, absolutely. He yeah. has his own. Our dear friend JJ French with the Twisted Sister has his own and everybody else has their own. Yeah. Uh, but, but anyway, so the point where, where I've been, when you volunteered, Juha, for this show, mm. and I'm, obviously we're all grateful for you doing that. But now the very interesting thing is, and there's a similarity to what we do here is that so you have these people coming to your premises from all over the world yeah. and then you as a Finnish person goes like okay so again you know let's have a beer and get naked and get into the hot room so so what do you see with these newbies what do, what are like the traditional things that you are yourself like surprised about you know maybe the lack of understanding I don't know what how does it go normally well, well, I could say that um, one example, a guy from Australia came by and, <laughs> uh, and we started talking about the topic of, of sauna and the guy was seemingly startled, like, whoa, okay, so where, where is this going? Um, and, and I was... I, before I kind of got into explaining about the concept of Finnish sauna any further, uh, the guy goes like, um, in Australia, sauna is seen like a stereotypically a Swedish erotic massage parlor. That's sauna. I mean, if you have a sign somewhere in Sydney saying sauna, that's what it is. It's something quite different from what Finnish sauna is about. So that's that was kind of that's how polarized our <laughs> Are you going starting... to Sydney now? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, so so what I'm saying is that that was the starting point how polarized uh 
uh, our perceptions were at that point. And yeah, so I, I think that, you know, this, this is a, this is a very interesting, interesting perspective to look at things because it's, um, you know, you've asked it in your podcast so many times. So how can we communicate? How can we make educate people? How can we make people understand better uh, what sauna is? Well, one thing is, of course, the problem that that sauna is not something. It doesn't fit into this box or that box or that because it's it's a, it's a whole spectrum of of tradition, different kinds of tradition mixing in different countries, um, and um, and it's not a Finnish invention. Wherever it comes from, way 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 back, it's 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 difficult to say, but. Um, it is it is very it is very challenging to tell another person. I don't think there's a really good way of of telling other than showing, and other than the the actual experience. It's kind of like any you take any experience. How does it feel to to uh, jump from an airplane with a parachute? How do you explain that if you don't experience? How, how does a person, how, how can a person ever understand how it feels like? So I, I think, you know, the closest you can maybe, you could maybe get um, the way I'm kind of brainstorming about it. Like, you know, if you, if, if you haven't been in sauna, if you maybe have uh, a one bad experience in your life of going into sauna and then you've made up your mind, oh, it's not something I, that's not for me. I don't like it. And it's because you just had a terrible experience of a bad sauna in one way or the other. Um, so how can you communicate how wonderful and even life-changing it can be in the other extreme when it's really great? Um, yeah even in Finland in Finnish language uh, sorry you froze for a second I'm sorry go ahead okay Uh, yeah so I don't I don't know if it even exists in Finnish language or 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 does it or does not but but I'm thinking like like a book or or something um, that is sauna stories from a different people from their lives, like something that is like actually um, diving into those stories, like for real. Um, those, so there's a book. What is that book? Sweating this this one's from Canada. It's called okay. Sweating with the Finns. And All it's, right. it's what you're talking about, people's okay. stories. Is that a good book? It's a good book. It's hard to find, though. Yeah, okay. So okay, so there there you go. I mean, it's it's a niche. Sauna is still such a niche. It's and and the and the way it's kind of the way I've understood from your podcasts, like educating myself. How is sauna in North America? I've never been in sauna in North America anywhere uh, ever in my life. So um, so I've learned from your podcasts that it it appears to be that 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 sauna has a very different role. I, I've I've listened to the ones where you talked about how kind of sauna 
came to North America and how it has become part of like the health, the gyms and the, the kind of like a quick fix, quick fix for, for your health issues and this and that. And it's marketed as, as the, as the next pill <laughs> to fix you. Um, but, um, so I, I get it. it. It's, it's quite, um, quite a challenging situation in that regard, but it's not, I mean, in, in Finland also, it's, it's, like I said in the beginning, that a lot of people take sauna for granted. They they just don't think much of it. Um, a lot of younger generation doesn't go to sauna at all. Um, it's it's changing in Finland as well. I mean, I I would say it, it's not. Um, it, it, the younger generation doesn't see it as often anymore something that can have that social aspect. So I, I think it's becoming partly for some people of that full spectrum. Some are super enthusiastic about it and and others couldn't care less. And it's a spectrum. There's not right or wrong or not any truth, single truth to it. But um but yeah it's it's I don't know. I, I don't know where where it where it should go next. But what what you guys are doing, or or any kind of um, spreading the news and and spreading the, the the education, the knowledge about it, it's it's it's. I would see it, of course, important, and because it is it is something like okay when I you know if um if taking sometimes you've asked like why and and why sauna feels important and and you've talked you've had uh episodes about the health um touching the kind of the what could be the health that like genuine health benefits that you could have from sauna and and you know i i don't know how well you know the 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 history um maybe you know it better than i know not know it but in Finland, if we go back in time a few centuries, like talking about the health, very literal health benefits. Um, well, we go back to the to the medieval times, uh, Finland being a part of the Swedish kingdom at the time, uh, and the social structure or the social um, classes in Finland were, you know, it was a somewhat clear cut between a Swedish-speaking upper class and the rest of the population um, being, you know, the, the lower class being more the, the, the natives, the Finnish people. And, um, and, and a really interesting story from the, the medieval times was, you know, the time of the plague. When plague hit Finland, um, Sauna was seen as something that is, it's for those natives, for those Finns. It's something to do with their pagan. I mean, Sweden came to Finland with with crosses. Crusades was the the excuse of coming over and taking over, and um, we had our pagan beliefs, and sauna was kind of seen at the time uh, as. As part of that, it was something to do with that native uh, religions and the paganism and things. And 
in other words, the upper class did not gen generally go to sauna because it was seen as something that no, oh, we're we're too fine for that, for that filthy tradition from Flint's, right? And so the plague hits Finland, and lo and behold, the upper class dies and the lower class doesn't. <laughs> no, not not black and white, but more so more people in the upper class die. Uh, and if, if we think of the medieval times, how did the upper class keep themselves clean? How, what, what was their hygiene about? They didn't typically go to shower. They just put more deodorants and more smells and more with their wigs and their all that stuff, you know, just the, keep the appearances of, of cleanliness. Whereas the Finnish people go to sauna. And they... <laughs> And, so, and they actually got clean. <laughs> they actually got clean. And they actually didn't die so much of the plague. 100%. So there it, you go. Like was one, just... one uh, health benefit that you can yeah. have. <laughs> yeah, you can stay alive. Yeah. We, yeah. we were talking about that just the other day about, uh, you know, using it as, a, you know, a cleanly space, you know, out on the battlefield. You see the videos, you know, recently from out of Ukraine, you know, the, the sauna is mm. there being probably the cleanest spot in 100 yeah. miles. But that yeah. dates all the way back to the, you know, the world wars where they were using yeah, yeah. them for, you know, detox, not not detoxing, but literally cleaning yeah. themselves off of uh, any type of. Uh, chemical or any type of lice or you know any infestation mm -hmm. disease that was running around and, and going through the companies they could kind of run them through at least a sauna and, and yeah. get and even if half the guys got clean it was a win yeah absolutely yeah so we gotta we gotta soon we we have to start, we have to start wrapping up up soon but let me let's just go back to the uh to the you know the quote unquote foreigners coming to see you and mm. and uh, having negotiations with you maybe dealers or end customers so so are are you like facing the same thing that we face very often here in North America that people that kind of make not even going deep into the structure of the sauna. But the misunderstanding that sauna is a one round, one and done thing. Do you do yeah. you have is yeah. is that something that happens to you also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oftentimes there would be um um well let's say one of the more recent ones would be um a professional guitarist from Germany who came over and um and told me that oh yeah he's he's familiar with sauna and he goes to sauna all the time in 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 his in his home home city hamburg in in uh in germany and and so on and so great so so we uh we think we have a couple of beers in the evening and we we warm up the sauna we go to sauna and and i think I still, I, I, I mean, not thinking more of it other than doing what I always do to people who haven't been in Finnish sauna the way we go to sauna. I tend to just walk people through the experience um, the way we do it, and I explain it while doing it and and what's happening and what, and then asking that you know, is this how you have it? where you've been before and often then 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 that's the kind of the 
uh, the the latest when when it comes out that usually it isn't the case. Usually the case is the one round and you you're off. It's it's kind of more the gym. Uh, some sweating off or or warming up your muscles or whatever other other kind of purposes, but but the the actual the the repetition the kind of the that brings the sauna to that. Um, sorry, I'm going to close the window because it's, it's very. I think it's my son mowing the lawn there. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, um, so the, having, having the kind of the, the, the repetition of the, the cycle, um, of hot, cold, hydrating, chilling, uh, cold, um, punch, if you have a possibility to do that and so on, it's, that kind of brings you to that that mindset that that I would say that is the the if we think of the um, sauna often I would I would say that it's something that it's not it's not only for cleansing your body it's for cleansing your body your mind your soul your it, it, there's a meditative element to it that is um, this kind of inbuilt uh, and and inescapable if you just go through those rounds. It kind of takes you through that. One interesting thing about this, you know, cleaning body or cleansing the body, mind, and soul is the is the is the vocabulary that we have in Finland. Um, the the word sauna, the word lölu meaning the water that you throw on the stones. The word kiwas meaning the stove. I mean, kiwas in fin- Finnish. It's a word that doesn't mean stove. It, it means that specific. It means the sauna stove, but it doesn't mean a stove in general. Kiwas is the word for that. There's like a specific dedicated vocabulary in, in, in Finland for these elements. And and just concentrating on one of those terms, löylu, the water, the steam. Um, do you know, Eero, the... the the origin of the word where it comes from i've you have to remind me i've been I've okay because it, it is this is actually something i i because somebody asked me and i had no i i had no clue and i started kind of digging up that what it, what is it about and and it's quite interesting because it's it it is it does come from the old times pre-christian uh whatever pagan if you like but the 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 native beliefs and re- religious beliefs of of um the kind of spiritual side of of uh, of a human being a human being like in in the traditional finnish beliefs uh there's you could almost say like two kinds of a soul in a person so so um the soul that we talk about in finnish that's sielu that means the kind of the 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 part of you that you could say in in other religions also is the part that goes on living that doesn't die when you die um but then 
then in Finnish la- language, there's another type of a soul, and and the original word for that is löylu. And it is the the bodily spirit. It's it's that life force that keeps you going, that keeps your heart beating, that keeps your your cells operating. It's that's löylu originally in Finnish. So it's the bodily spirit and and um one of the elements, I mean, thinking that okay, Lolu in, in sauna, the steam that uh, it would be that kind of an element that kind of like a revitalizes your bodily spirit. Hmm. It's quite uh, quite interesting. Yeah, that is interesting that. as you dig into that picture to think like Because there's so many saunas here that they say no steam, you know. And if you think <laughs> yeah. about that, they, the sauna isn't alive without steam, you know. Yeah, has, absolutely. Yeah, its life is gone, you know. And then yeah. also, you know, we should say about North America, there really are kind of maybe like three different types of saunas. You know, there's the ones we've talked about, which are the gym, the hotel ones, which often are without that mm. life. You know, they don't have the multifaceted. There's nothing yeah. profound. You wouldn't go use it and come back and go, oh, I got to get one of these, you know? Yeah. But but there's also, you know, the Finnish-American areas in northern yeah. Minnesota and northern Michigan. And yeah. it's very much alive there. You yeah, know, you the talked about culture. these. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the sound of culture is part of the DNA. Yeah. It's, you know. Um, and then there's also the, the trend, which is happening right now, which... Um, for me is a bit of a question mark is, is it going to become part of the DNA, you know, woven yeah. into the culture yeah. of, of people's experience yeah. in their life. And, and I would, I would want to add one more thing because this is an interesting, like if we go way, way back before Finland ever existed or, or I don't know. I mean, was there any, any human beings on this piece of land yet? But really, like going way back, um, and I don't know if this is a coincidence or not. But and I don't know if there's any research done about it or not. But um, the common factors between the Finnish type of sauna and no, the North American, the Native American sweat lodge that they had, because this is interesting. I mean, when you kind of I've. There was a time in my life when I was uh, I was reading a lot about the Native Americans, different kind of tribes, the Hopi, the 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 Cree, the the different. There's so much different tribes, and I was reading about those things, and and the kind of the the common mm, ancestry um, through the between the, the the Alaskan and the and the Russian, the Bering Strait, uh, and the Mongolian uh, tribes in Siberia. And the North American, some of the tribes in in Alaska, and you know, coming down to Canada and and so on and so forth, um, they sh- share um, partly the same DNA, um, and we the Finns, we partly again, the Siberian tribes are our ancestors, and the Native Americans. I mean, they have the sweat lodge. And they had deeply uh, spiritual reasons for for having the sweat lodge. And I would be so interested in, like, you know, learning something about the 
even the vocabulary and the, I've tried to find some, you know, words. How did they call sauna? What, what, what was there, you know, in different native languages? What was the sweat lodge called? And what was the, what was the, the steam that they also, they threw water on the rocks? What, what did they call it? And so on that could you find any kind of something common ground from, from way, way, way back? But I don't know. Oh, that's very interesting. I, yeah, now I'm now I know what I'm asking uh, AI for the rest of the afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So can you get Lolo without the Lolo? It's just like, where's the spirit? No. We we are constantly thinking, as you you have probably even even know you you've been so kindly watching or listening to our podcasts, but but so you know what 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 separates that what we are talking about with the general understanding of a sauna because again you know you can you can this is not the whole truth obviously but but you can you can really like after this this kind of discussion i also have to think about this so you have the spirited sauna and you have the less spirited sauna and and you know the sauna without the lolo you know in a way as you just told us in a mm. way that means that it's a sauna with no spirit it yeah. can be a nice hot box still, you know, there's nothing wrong with that per se, but yeah, but like how do you, again, you know, it's like, I'm not going to jump from an airplane anytime soon, but I'm going to be doing a lot of sauna. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but again, it's like, you know, do we have to throw everybody out of the plane with the parachute or how do we approach? But anyway, so yeah. gentlemen, final round of questions. Now we are running way over time, but it's, this has been already so far an excellent discussion. I, I knew it's going to go over time. I'm too too talkative, and I apologize for that. Yeah, we're we're going to bring. I think we are going to bring you up on for a an episode two at some point, and uh, <laughs> okay. maybe we'll actually talk about guitars. But no, this has been a great great conversation. I do appreciate you coming with us. Um, it, my final question, or you know, just kind of final thought. You know, where do you see your your sauna? you going from here uh you know in a new house new wherever wherever you land if you know what's the next step for your your home sauna well well the the current sauna where kind of like when we bought it i i thought of it as a temporary solution until we built our apartment to this building and you know maybe then we'll look into something else so but we've been kind of I would say surprisingly happy with the sauna so that now we're thinking that maybe the next steps would be like put a bigger terrace and, and, and some roof over it and some cold splash or whatever we could do, like uh, something that uh, to kind of tweak that a bit. But I have to say that um, in the long term, one of my dreams that I've never had is that I've I would put a smoke sauna on in, into our garden at some point. Uh, yeah, that that's something that I would like to put there. Um, just because it's just that what I think what what keeps keeps me from doing it is that um, to have a smoke sauna we don't have a lake right next to our house, so it's kind of that's the thing that I, I maybe maybe it will be the 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 longer term dream come true would be uh, a smoke sauna somewhere by a lake uh but that that's I know that's, that's one of my something that yeah. yeah so yeah so that's maybe something yeah yeah wonderful no thank you so much
Any other questions? Final questions. It's don't look at me. It's 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 Rush. Bristol's got one percolating. I yes. can see it. Yes, I yes. don't. I don't right now. I but, I took tons of notes, so well, I, I could I could wrap up. I could wrap up. Yeah, no, you know, absolutely. You know that United United Nations has chosen Finland several times to be the happiest country in the world. I think it's been in the news quite widely in the United States as well. And yeah. um, so I think, um, first of all, like you know, the uh, for Finnish people hearing that we've been uh, chosen the happiest country in the world, it's it's a kind of like an awkward thought. Or, or a kind of paradoxical thought, um, in a way, because we wouldn't Finnish people per se wouldn't necessarily see themselves often as the happiest in the world. <laughs> um, yeah. I would say, but maybe it's more like being more um, more content with what you have, rather than endlessly craving for more and more. Maybe, maybe that's something more that we're kind of like we have we have. Um, a country where where it's a pretty safe country to live in, um, and even if you, you know, if you drop from that from the from the business wheels, and you know, if you drop, you, you're going to be taken care of to an extent, and you get a doctor's point or whatnot, and all that, all those things, what kind of contributes to the to that being more content or more e- easily content with what you have rather than endlessly crave for more. But I would say, honestly, my theory is also is that the central essential existence of the sauna culture plays also some kind of role here because, um, you know, with its really like, if you think of it, with its long-term overarching effect of, slowing the hectic pace of life in our modern era down a bit. And when you have that, you know, as part of our lives, as I said, every Saturday we go to sauna. Every Saturday, if we're home, we take those typically three to four hours in my family to really slow down and put away the the gadgets, put away the screens, put away the clock, put away the timer, uh, and um, and take that time warp. <laughs> I, I Every, like that. Like I'm going to use that. And, and yeah. yeah, no no clocks, no clocks in the sauna. And uh, I I love that because I think everybody needs a, a chance to do that. It doesn't matter if you're in Europe or North America or wherever. Everybody needs yeah. to you know be able to take a, a slowdown and and go at their own pace again. So I, I love yeah. that. I appreciate that. Thank you. So thank you so much. They they we just again like I said before we just started you know scratching the surface, but we'll get back to you. And and uh, since you've been so nice, Yuha. I am Eero Kilpi, as always, with, uh, with the North American Sun Study, and, and I have my dear brothers, Christopher and Sam, here with me. Juha Ruokangas, thank you so much. We'll we'll talk soon. Thank Bye. you. Keep up thank the you. great thank work. Thank you. Thank you so much.